and we're gonna roll in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Hi guys. We are going to be learning more about Victoria and Victoria is going to be joining us in what I believe will be a productive conversation, but still fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But first, we're gonna do an icebreaker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it was my decision. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So in honor of it being all us girls, we have we just talked about how this year we have not been having a lot of women on the show, which is mm-hmm. crazy. So, just in honor of us having another lady with us today, let's all say who is our favorite female girl group of all time. Mm. Starting with Brie. The Spice Girls. Mm. Absolutely, the Spice Girls. I had, um, what, I don't know, like, I feel like so much of who I am was shaped in the era of the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. I was extremely I haven't circled back to them in my adult life. I have not circled back to the Spice Girls in my adult life. That's Interesting. That's my homework. Yeah, that's my homework. I kind of forgot about them. At least the first two albums. Yeah. At least the first two. Yeah. Interesting. Me? I think I'm going to go with TLC. Hmm. <laughs> so, all right. okay, I didn't have the words on the top of my head. <clears throat> uh, Destiny's Child. Yeah. Like both groups, both yeah. times. Uh, like, mm hmm. Destiny's that. Child, yes, for sure. I went to a Soul Taco class last week and we did all Destiny's Child. Mm. It was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Danny okay, Kane was a so good we're one. Check in and we'll start, right? Okay. Physically, I am sore. I got a chocolate horse in the middle of the night three days ago, three days ago now, and it is still sore. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. And it's worse when I, like, if I've been asleep or I've been sitting for a long time, when I get up, it's like my leg has to get reacclimated with moving. Like, it's so sore. I'm damn near limping. So I'm sore physically. Emotionally, I'm happy at this moment in time. My attention is on my three week vacation.
personally, I am feeling joy and I would say I am feeling joy by way of clarity. And my attention is currently on this new month. Um, the first one was emotionally, physically. I'm tired. Yes, very tired. Um, Sunday is my first day off work for the week, so it's usually my sleep day. Mm Mhm. So yeah, I'm sleepy, but I'm feeling good. Um, emotionally, emotionally, I'm feeling content, peaceful, very at peace right now in my life. So uh, yeah, very very peaceful. And my attention, my attention, my attention, that's a good one. What is my attention on? What is my attention on? (laughs) Yikes. What is my attention on? My attention, I can't, I don't even know. I can't even answer. Um... There's so many things on my mind that my attention is on. That's interesting. Yeah. Let's let let's just close with that. Yeah. Spiritually um awakened. Yeah. Very awakened. Very um Yeah, just here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell the people a little bit about you. What are the things that when people go to look at your picture mm. on, um, on this episode, what are the things that you want them to like take away and know about who you are as a being in this space right now? Um, what do I want them to know about me? Um, I'm out here. Period. <laughs> um, that's the first thing. I'm out here and I am. So my, this is my birthday month. Um, yes. Yes. Ber- August 17th. So it's coming up. So this is a, a big feeling month for me. Um, I will be 29. So not quite 30, but in that weird space of I know it's about to happen. So like, where am I? So where am I in life? I don't know. Um, I'm working. I work a job, so I pay my rent, so that's cool. Like, I'm stable. But where am I in my life? I don't know. I'm juggling a lot of things, and I'm picking up a lot more, like, things that I'm uncomfortable with. Like, this is a little bit uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. This is a little bit. No, I'm not. Mm -mm. No. Like, I'll put it together, and I'd like to see you all vibe, but, like, to be the person that everyone is, like, looking to have a conversation with, like, I'm, I'm number two. I'm not number one. So this is a little, and I, no, look for the person that, like, 
whoever I'm doing the event for. <laughs> like, don't look for, like, it's hard for me to be in the spotlight. Like, it's hard for me. I'm not, because I'm number one in so many other spaces. I'm number one in my family. I'm number one with these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm number one in that. So when it comes to, like, business and, like, those type of things, I'm number two. And I'm okay with that. And I've accepted that. And I'm content with that. And you have to know, like, if you're number one or number two, I think sometimes you try to be number one when you're not. Like, it's okay to be number two and accept that shit. Like, somebody has to do it. And I feel like number two does it well. I do it well. I play number two very well because I make y'all you think that I'm number one, but I'm not. Like, whoever the person is is number one. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, so I'm definitely the brains behind a lot of shit. And I always want to be just like the quiet brains. I want whoever I'm doing the brains for to be celebrated because I'm thinking for you and I enjoy thinking for other people. Mm-hmm. Have you always known that about yourself? Is mm-hmm. like, you always had? No? No, I learned that when I worked at the Marriott. So I worked at the Marriott for six years and um, yeah, I really like ran hotels. Mm-hmm. And like, even though my, my role was like, the title was small, but my presence was always big. Yeah. Like, in every hotel that I worked at. And I, like, honed in on that and, like, capitalized on that. Um, So then it's just, like, started taking effect in other things. And so, like, then also working with Mark Quinn, like, that really took, like, that just made it go up a notch. Like, that just allowed me to realize, like, oh, I really do this shit. Like, I, and, you know, he allows me the space to do it through him. So, because he's an easy, like, vessel, if you will. Like, it's just, like, he allows me to do whatever I want to do, and it comes out well. So, like, yeah, the story always gets told very well. So, yeah. And obviously, I'm not a fucking historian, right? Mm -hmm. Just from my observation, it seems like such a shift happened Mm. as we, um, as we ventured into adulthood. Mm -hmm. I feel so many things that Mm -hmm. are different about our mindset. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that with our moms and with our grandmoms, like I feel like it was a long stretch of time where the mindset was very similar. So I'm just like, curious. So some of the things that I'm thinking about. accustomed to just masking whatever that is and figuring it out 
And that's why you have to pick when you want to be number one and number two to not feel mm-hmm. so exhausted. Because trying to be number one in every single space. Mm-mm. What's your connection or your reaction to strong black women as a phrase? Um, I don't internalize that. Yeah. It's just like it is what it is. Like, not y'all, but like y'all say that. Right. We don't say that. Right. Like, I don't right. think we're sitting around with each other like we strong black women. Like, y'all say that shit. Us is regular, this regular everyday shit. Like, we don't get the privilege to just be and think and all that shit. Like, it's just regular life. Like, we yeah. just do what we have to do. I guess. Like, and I and I mean, I, I think that came from our grandparents and our moms and stuff like that. But like, yeah, I, yeah. Because I am in a space now, a very, very new space where I am training myself to believe that uh, where the real strength is in vulnerability and in openness Mm -hmm. and being someone who is soul bearing. Mm -hmm. And and it's it's obviously true because it's so hard. (laughs) It's so much easier to close up or to disengage. You know, it's so much easier to protect yourself and to have a shell. And I've been really training myself to understand and celebrate those moments where I'm like, fuck, I'm crying in front of this nigga who don't deserve <laughs> who don't deserve this this most emotion this amount of emotionality out of me. But that's not a, his 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 lack of worth in that experience is not a reflection on me. And I'm strong for doing it anyway. And I'm strong for understanding that like whatever space that I'm in if I gotta get that shit out, I gotta get that shit out. And whether that's tears, whether it's standing up for myself and defending myself or defending someone else, and it was really, really difficult for me to get to a space where I'm like, that's the actual strength, though. Like, that's what it means. And I think that, personally, for my mother, that's not what strength meant. Mm-mm. Like, I didn't see my mother cry literally until I was an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, it's crazy, because I'm, I'm very emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm, I cry out this fucking drop of the head. I can't mm-hmm. help it. Mm-hmm. Scene or with that something, and she's like, I'd be holding it, and I'd be like, Wow, how do people do that? Like, I have, n- I don't have that. 
Mm-hmm. And I think for a long time I held on to it as like shame. Like I, I was like ashamed every time I finished mm-hmm. mine. Like, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm finally at a space where I'm like, that's what it means for my version of being mm-hmm. strong. Not, not even just a strong black woman. But you know, just a strong mm-hmm. person. Being a person who exhibits strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you love it when I cry. It's sick. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think moms do a really good job of finding that balance though for me I grew up in a household with both my parents and so my mom was able to find that emotional balance my dad was not my dad can and sometimes we still struggle on the emotional like you know moms just have it dads just they just don't have it. So that's that's very interesting when I think about, like, women and, like, how strong we are and stuff like that. Like, men don't have to 
think about any of those type of things and like like and I'm like you don't have to think about all of these different emotions that I have to go through in my day like I have to strategize how I'm gonna feel today like and give myself time to feel certain ways and shit like that like niggas don't I'm not trying to turn this into a a niggas hate podcast but like but like uh, niggas don't (laughs) like And that's crazy. That's such a responsibility. Talking to her, you know, like I'm not. I I don't need to think about that. All all I'm thinking about, like, did you guys have fun? Right. Wow. Like, that's all I really, as Present ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The way that mm-hmm. we express is very mm-hmm. much like shit dead. It's mm-hmm. not come like this or mm-hmm. at all. And it's very, it's also, it also includes this willingness, begrudgingly, I'll be it, but this willingness to like be by my fucking self. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of us are like, I'd rather be by myself. I'd rather be by myself. I think that that's, it's, it's something beautiful about that, but it's also like I said, like I really feel like we went from one extreme to another. Mm-hmm. It's going to balance out. Mm-hmm. And I think it's gonna balance out in like this. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm mm-hmm. my woo shit. Mm-hmm. I believe that all of us individually are on a path that mirrors the greater path. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, in mm-hmm. an individual space, you're gonna balance out. You're gonna mm-hmm. be balanced where you realize like, okay, maybe I can't compromise on this. Mm-hmm. Okay, like you're gonna just that's mm-hmm. gonna happen as mm-hmm. we continue to age and progress. And I think that that's happening to the world, mm-hmm. so, right? But I also feel like. Men also aren't settling either, but it's from a different space. Mm-hmm. Men are being like, I, I, why, why stay with one? Why have one mm-hmm. when I can have eight? Mm-hmm. And it's eight bitches that's gonna let me be with 
Mm-hmm. I could pull a bitch up on my phone in two minutes. So quickly. So it's like... Like... So the women's version of not settling is... It looks very different. Yes. 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 Y
situations that I put myself in because I think that we shouldn't just be like, well, this is how it's supposed to be. And I caught myself doing that. I caught myself being like, well, this is how it's supposed to go. And like, I'm a 3.30 and why isn't, you know, it should be this and da 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 But I really think that we're all in this space where we're not settling and it looks very different, obviously, especially in, in the cishet world. Cishet men's, men's idea of not settling is so different than cishet women's. Like ours is just like, you know, I, hashtag self-care. I'll go home and I'll drink wine and I bought an adult coloring book and I take baths and that's just what I'm in therapy. Better. I'm in therapy. And that's what I do yeah. going on dates because these yeah. bitches are, are draining. Draining. Like the only, like, draining. So I take pride in, in um, shout out to Ajinoisha for giving me the nickname Bree Stories because that name literally derived from me. You could just say a word and I have a story. Mm-hmm. Like some, I have a story about literally everything. Mm-hmm. And that is the only thing that keeps me afloat in the world of dating because I'm like, you know what, girl? At least it's, it's kind of funny when you think about it. Yeah. As I wipe my tears. It does. I'm like, it's kind of funny. I got another story. Like, you know, like, I got another story to put in the group chat. Like, exactly. bitch, let me tell you what happened either yesterday. That, either that or I'm, <laughs> or I'm just in fucking shambles. Yes. This shit kind of sucks. Yes. A lot of the time, it, it fucking it sucks. And it's sucks. really just, a, a, it's been like a, it's been like I've been treating myself like a Rubik's Cube. And I'm like, okay, like maybe if I change my perception this way or, you know, work on my mindset in this space, like, da da da. Whatever, and it's just interesting. But anyway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think I got your reaction to that. The reaction to that is, Daddy's our niggas too. Mm-hmm. My particular father, shout out to him. Shout out. Please don't be disrespectful. Please shout out. Just don't be disrespectful. Oh, yeah, What's your daddy find or something? Period. <laughs> Period. Your daddy a nigga too. We're not gonna get disrespectful, but my father is the ultimate nigga. My brother, though, so my brother and I are four years apart. He's older than me, and that was the the realization that y'all had about y'all dads. That was that with my yeah, okay. Because especially because my brother met his his ex now when he was in the seventh or eighth grade. Mm. And they like talk and, and you saw that mm-hmm. and they got together and yeah. they stayed together for nine years. So mm. all of my all of my like all of the years that like really mattered to like breed my mindset about yeah. dating and love yeah. and relationships and sex, my brother was with this same person. Yeah. And got engaged, didn't work out, they broke up or whatever. Fucking devastated me. Learning things and she's my friend. So learning things through her, the, having her perspective of my brother as a partner, and because I look at my brother like he's fucking everything, you mm-hmm. know. And so having a woman, have a woman to woman conversation with me about my brother, that was the the moment when I was like, wow, it's it's really no like, like none of us are like a monolith. Like <laughs> it can happen to any of us. Like any of these niggas can do any of us so dirty, like so fucking dirty. And not even have, and and have the conversation. And I'm I'm sorry, this is not this is not pen. It's a long time though. Y'all haven't been together in a while. It's fine. But having conversations with my brother in the midst of their breakup, this bitch like went on a date, and my brother is in shambles. Mm-hmm. He's just like I just can't sleep. Like, and I'm like, what you mean? Mm-hmm. The whole time, mm-hmm. all nine years. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's different. I'm like, yo, what is going on? It's different. Like, and, and it's like it's also. <laughs> it's also like 
that's yes. the functionality of our yes. brains and how different it is. It's yes. Like, what are we talking about? Yes. Here? Like, what are we actually like? The fact that you can look at me with a straight face and tell me like I'm hurting right now because I can't believe this bitch dumped me last month and is on a date. Like I can't fucking believe her. And it's like, okay, you know. And I'm trying to empathize, but I'm also like, so, hmm, just wanna. You know, it's just like yes, like, yes. You have no, it's like men don't be having empathy, like like cis hat, cis hat specifically. I don't know what the fuck be wrong mm-hmm. with them. Like they be, it's like they don't have empathy, mm-hmm. and it's so strange. It's just so mm-hmm. strange, and. and because mm-hmm. it's also so many things to that because you weren't even allowed to explore your empathy as a black man. So it's like, so here I am sympathizing with you because I understand and you I'm weren't giving that space. Mm-hmm. Right, and I'm meant to. Yeah. Like we're, we're taught that so early. Yeah. Like we're taught that so early. Yeah. Yeah. Black women, black moms don't understand how they put that on their daughters unconsciously. It's never, my mother never sat me down and say, hey, so, so if you want to date natives and stuff, you have to coddle them. She never said that. But I watched I you do that. it. I watched you do it to my brother. I watched you do it to your partner. And I learned that I internalized <laughs> that when a man is hurt, I have to put my hurt aside. Because, uh, bruh. Mm-hmm. Like, like a nigga could stamp on my heart, but as soon as he's hurt, I've learned that Bitch. I have to put my shit in my pocket and be like, hey. Let me be here for this black man because it's so fucking Cause hard. Because it's so hard. <laughs> you know? And it's like, it really, really sucks. Next question. Next. So, kind of like, kind of like, Marie was our grocery. We was in the wedding reception. <laughs> Listen or not, what is it? Nice for what? Nice for what? <laughs> the, the details were nice for what? And me and Bree just been there like dancing. We rapping to each other. Next thing we know, we was like, I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> nice for what we was First of all, I explore my sexuality, so I slick might be a lesbian. Slick, slick, ninety yeah. percent, probably eighty-five. I mean, because <laughs> <laughs> I thought about some things. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, but like, but are we allowed to say fluid, or do we have to pick? Come on now. When I like learned what Been new. Mm-hmm. But, and then I, I kind of like played around with other stuff. Not played mm-hmm. around, but like mm-hmm. I learned what pansexuality was. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I'm definitely that. And I thought that I was pansexual just because I didn't know whether or not I would be with someone who didn't identify as male or female. So I was mm-hmm. like, how do I know? Like, of course, maybe mm-hmm. I am that because I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. And I, just, I did that for a long time, said that, like, identified as that for a long time. Finally, was like, you know, so just stick to what you have done, Brianna. You're mm-hmm. not sexual, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but however, as a 29-year-old and as a person who is less, less, um, I guess less physical, 
like less less physical forward, I would say, than I was in my past. I find myself yearning men more than I do women mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I think that I also always like a particular type of woman. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, those 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 preferences, also check your preferences if you know trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it was all like trauma-based. Mm-hmm. I, I started to learn. But as an adult, I'm much more interested in men. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel like fluid is fluid should be the word. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't even have to say bisexual or pansexual mm-hmm. or homosexual. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Fluidity just literally means I don't know. At any given point, I don't know. know. I might be yeah. in Paris living my fucking best yes. life, and some bitch come up to me and like yeah. do some shit to me I never did before. Yeah. And I don't. I, you shouldn't walk away from those experiences questioning who you yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't yeah. have to be like, oh my god, this ain't yeah. No, it's just yeah. 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 Like, And breasty, yeah. like mm-hmm. when you have, like when you're dating or you want to have those type of conversations, just telling somebody, like, oh, look, you know, like that's mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. more simple than having to be like, well, you gotta get specific, yeah, 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 they Bro, like, and then they like, oh, you went to girls, right? Yeah, yeah, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Strict lesbians, yes. Real, mm-hmm. like, real touchy about that. Mm-hmm. Stuff. I, and I, and I identify. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. I used to be like, mm-hmm. I don't fight. I don't, you know, I never wanted to fight nobody. Like I wanted to fight a bitch that was playing with my feelings. Like, yep. Because I can actually be with a woman, and some women be like, oh, you know, I just. It's an experience, yeah, no, 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 no. So I understand when lesbians be like, I don't fucking play that shit, and the way that people come off kind of harsh or come off like they discriminating or whatever, but it comes from a real place. That's a you have to put that boundary. No, no. It's all from the fear because when we talked about this show before about how. When we talked about how I said, like, I could never date somebody that was bisexual. Mm-hmm. And it was all from, like, mm-hmm. my yeah. personal mm-hmm. insecurity. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you like something that I don't have, mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel safe here. It's mm-hmm. always going to be in my mind that when you have a moment when mm-hmm. you're craving something or mm-hmm. you have a thought and you're just like, oh, like, I would, like, I haven't kissed a man and other just anything. Yeah. It'll be like, you can't come home mm-hmm. and get it from me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm, I would always have a fear mm-hmm. or just an insecurity of like, I can't make this person seem like completely happy. And I feel like it's probably the same, you know, yeah. with like lesbians or just anybody. Like if you're mm-hmm. dating somebody that likes something that you don't have, mm-hmm. it's always going to be that fear yeah. that you're going to leave me for the other half, yeah. like mm-hmm. the other part of. Just like anything else, but I always appreciated the way that you put that because I feel like we get very defensive in our, in our, in the face of our fears, we get very defensive. Which is normal. Our ego wants to protect us. But mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of people's versions of that is to bash the other person. Oh, you mm-hmm. gave you in the closet. And mm-hmm. and it's like, it don't have to be all that. It could mm-hmm. just be, you're afraid that you can't do something that this person wants. And that's okay. That's mm-hmm. an okay boundary for you to have. Like, you know, I don't even want to put myself in a position where I got to be insecure about that. So, yeah. I don't date bisexual men. Mm-hmm. Period. That's mm-hmm. it. And it don't have nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I feel like that's human. And if mm-hmm. people would just open their fucking brain for a fucking two seconds, right. it's a human thing to have. If mm-hmm. a nigga come up to me and we start talking and I realize somehow that your last four bitches was blonde, I'm going to be like, wait. Mm-hmm. 
how did we get here and when are you mm-hmm. going to want to backtrack mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Because I'm mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever mm-hmm. the case might be, it's mm-hmm. just human. Mm-hmm. So, Great example. Mm-hmm. my relationship style and my romantic aspirations have definitely, are, are definitely different than the people before me. Because, and I'm so thankful, and I love my mother to death. But she is, like, very anxious about me being alone. Mm-hmm. Very anxious about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm always, like, you know, I, I, with as much respect as possible, I'm always just, like, you know that TikTok that they've been using now? It's that he who shall not be named is his voice. And it's like, is this camera on me? Use your common sense. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Ah, he who shall not be named. It doesn't matter. But I'd be wanting to talk to my mama like that, like, girl, logic, like, use your brain, you know, because the, because I know that it's coming from something deeper, and I just want you to say those things. Yeah. She'd be like, oh, you know, they're shooting stuff around your house, and I'm like, a nigga being in here is not going to stop nobody. Stop from nobody from like, yeah, it's literally, Next, it's not. Oh, if someone broke in, he'd be getting his ass mollywopped too. If somebody had it and had the resources and the gall to break all the way into my building and into my apartment, they probably got a plan that's gonna take both of us out. You know what I'm saying? Like they probably not but necessarily. Herb and India was just not Herb and India. Dirk and India was just moving out. Like, when they got broken. But that's my thing, like, you never know. Like, you will be with somebody who has a gun. I don't think I will be with somebody who has a gun. It's out of this house. I don't think I will, actually. But, okay, a nigga, I do believe that a nigga can, like, be preventative. Sure, but my whole. Yes, but that's not a reason to have a nigga. No. <laughs> so every time my mother say, I'd be like, get it out, girl. Get like, let's get to the root, cause it's not about my safety. Cause I've been doing this for years now. I haven't lived in a house with my mother. Oh, so she thinks she's so supposed long. to have a nigga for safety. She doesn't. That's what she's right. insinuating. She does, that's what she insinuates, but that's not what she thinks. And I'd be trying to get her to get it out. What are you really afraid of? What are you really trying to say? You dying alone, Brianna. Exactly. That's what it is. That's probably what it is. That's probably what it is. Something a lot more, um, you know, a lot she's more. trying to say things that she think will make sense it would to just you. Make me more like she's like, well, don't you want to be safe? Like, Does your mom have a, a man? Or she'll, or she'll say, or she'll say, like, I would just feel better if I knew, like. That somebody had your back the way, like, oh, because my mother has has aspired for a long time to leave the state, and she always lands back on, I just couldn't be that far away from you, and and she says, I just would feel better if I knew that somebody was in your life that had your back the way that I do. I said, you're a liar. I got so many friends that'll come, literally, yeah. so mm-hmm. many friends. Yeah. And people who I don't even, like, literally, if I just went down the list of all of my friends and none of y'all could come through for me, there are people that are not my friends that I... Your mom is with someone now? Correct. And I think that she's projecting that on me. And I mm-hmm. think that that is, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. We're human beings. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. The things that bother us the most, mm-hmm. we can point at other people real, real mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. And 
It might not be bothering that person mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to call it out mm-hmm. if it bothers me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's something I'm insecure about. Mm-hmm. And so, and I tell my mother all the time, I'm not afraid of being by myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm especially not afraid of being yeah. by myself if the compromise, mm-hmm. if, the, <laughs> if the other side of that is being with somebody who's not good for me, who I don't like, that's my biggest fear. Yeah. My biggest fear, like yes. my biggest, biggest thing is to like, Live a life with someone who I don't like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, mm-hmm. if I like you, mm-hmm. I genuinely feel, and I just mm-hmm. came to this realization at this stage because I feel this way right now. Like, if I like you, we can get past all type of shit. Mm-hmm. If yeah. I genuinely like, mm-hmm. like being here. I want to live a life with somebody that doesn't like you. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I, I can't even imagine. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't even, but, like, that's. I can't even imagine that. Right, but also that was just, that was my ego talking, but I was in a situation like that just mm-hmm. recently where it's just like, I'm asking you for these things that like should come naturally to you if yeah. you simply like me. Yeah. You love yes. me and yeah. love creates obligation. Yeah. When you love someone, I have to do this, I love her. Yeah. I have to do this, I have to... You know, I have to show up. I have to call back. I, like, you start telling yourself, like, well, I said I love you, and I do love her, so I have yeah. to do these things. But, like, yeah. what about the things that you just want to do? Yeah. Just wake up and want to do yeah. like Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit dead is what I'm like, yeah. Let me tell you something. Shit dead. And I'm so thankful. And I was just talking to Tati about how I feel like a co-creator with God, because I don't always jump. I don't always jump. I, I be standing on the cliff and being like, it's kind of trash over here. And I can see how it's probably better over there, but I got to jump to get there, and that's scary, and I don't feel like it. And God just going to push me off. Because I didn't ask. Kicks. Kicks, for real. Be like, get your ass on Like, for real. Because sometimes we just stay in spaces because they're comfortable or because we're getting used to them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Literally the worst place. Yeah, it's the worst. The worst place for us to be. And I'm thankful that I've learned in this past couple of years with my job, with my last relationship, God was like, let me get you out of here because you're not going to do it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to keep being like, keep tapping your shoulder. Yeah. You're going to keep getting intuition and like little vibes and feelings. And you're going to be like, yeah. Thank you, God. Someone thank you, God. Mm-hmm. For real. You so have to kick my ass. I do know that my relationship style is much different than my mother's and than mm-hmm. my grandmother's. And it's probably more similar to my grandmother's. The one thing my grandmother didn't care about was being by herself if that nigga was climbing. No cap. Period. Three kids and all. Packed their ass up and was like, one thing this nigga ain't gonna do is hit me. So, we gonna get the fuck up out of here and fuck you. And my grandfather didn't even sign the papers for her to change her name and get a legal divorce. She said, I don't care. I'm still even regardless. She's her last name. Because you, I don't care about this name, bitch. You can't live in my house. Like, you can't live in my house. You can't be with me. Okay, mm-hmm. so I got your name still. Cool. Cool story. Don't give a fuck. Literally. Mm-hmm. So, that was a lot of words. Yeah. What about you, Tati? <laughs> How do you feel like your relationship style of romantic aspirations? I honestly it? think that me and my mother's dating and romantic style, it might be very similar. Definitely. My mm-hmm. In I the sense so that, too. like, my mom, my mom was crazy. You know, like we are not, we are not alike. <laughs> However, definitely like, we are definitely no, but no. we are definitely no. My mama doesn't. She has always demanded a certain standard, 
when it comes to how she's treated and like mm-hmm. the people that are around her. You know, like when I talk about when I talked about my dad earlier, you know, in no way was he perfect. And in a lot of ways, you know, they probably weren't the greatest match because they were so different mm-hmm. and things that she valued as important weren't the same as like what he valued as important. But when you just think about the, like the, the basic things that you want from a partner as far as just, you know, respecting you, you know, being there for you, being a team, all that stuff. They they were that. And we differ in the, in the fact that, like, there are little things that I still might have made me look at my father if I was her and be like, just because we're those things doesn't mean right. we're a match. Right. You know, right. just because you, you're you a good, a stand-up guy, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't automatically mean right. mm-hmm. that we are aligned Ooh. and that mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. making together. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, my mama mm-hmm. wants to party. She want to be out on the street. She want to have a great time <laughs> with Michael, you know. <laughs> she want to be out. Sometimes. My nanny is like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, can, we can be inside. Like, it's not that serious. Like, yeah. we're back. So, they were just not the same person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But me and my mama definitely have a no-nonsense mm-hmm. policy. We don't, we don't put up with shit. My great-grandma... That's how you said about your grandma. My grandmother was married three times. My great grandma was married three times. Period. She had no problem with getting out the gym Period. and being like, "Oh, you trying? You hidden? I'm out. Oh, yeah. you cheated on me? I'm out." Like, yeah. mm-hmm. didn't didn't face her. Didn't face her. She settled her last marriage. Was the one like mm-hmm. love of her love of her life? Oh. They um they are married together now. He passed away before her, but mm-hmm. um they're married together now. So mm-hmm. you know the the last one was the right one, but she had no problems with getting out of jams, and yeah. that is definitely me. I mm-hmm. think we talked about on the last show. We mentioned the Sex in the City movie, yeah. and I talked about how when I watched that movie, I had like a little fear because I was like, damn, like. If this is the work far. it takes to get to the happy ending, I'm never going to get there. Out. Like, all the shit that Carrie went through with Big throughout the course of their 10-plus years of knowing each other and him dating her, and then them trying to get married, him leaving her, all these things that she had to continue. Not even showing up at the altar, actually. That she had to continuously find it in her heart at some point to keep moving past it and try again. And ultimately, at the end... They end up married, you know, they end up having this happy life, but it's like, I'm never going to no. get there. That, <laughs> no, that's that's excessive. I'll never make it. That's what like, I would have clocked out at like year two or something. <laughs> like, I'll yeah, never, I'll never make it. I can't take that much. That, ca- that, that chaos. But, but people, I think that people thrive in chaos. Chaos is not yeah. normal and we need to also talk about that. Like, yeah. we don't, just because I like you don't mean we gotta be chaotic, my nigga. Like, relax. Like, gee, it's not that fucking deep. Like, no. we can just be cool. Like, we could do regular ass shit. Be regular. be regular. Do what you do. And that's why you have to find somebody that enjoys to do some of the things you do, but also find things that you like to do separately. Yeah. Like, let's have help. See, the healthiness is what we're what we're missing here because we've watched our parents and our grandparents and we think that that's normal. And so... Yeah. And now we're also in a space of fighting them. I'm trying to be normal, and they're still chaotic. So I'm like, I be going, you know, we live alone. I live alone, but I go to my mama's house every week, and I still see y'all chaos. And then I got to go back home and, like, 
Okay, Victoria. You know, this is not your life. You don't live here. You live by yourself. But, like, the up and down, the up and down, so the, the boundaries and the healthy spaces. And, like, for me, um, I, you know, do my, like, thing. I do my drugs and all type of shit. Like, to just, you got to balance that shit out because your your family, yeah, the most chaotic people you know, and that's where you learn that shit from. Like you had one up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like I had to really mm -hmm. come to a sense of like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but I enjoy the I enjoy the person that I am when I am in the I enjoy mm -hmm. being in who I am when I like somebody mm -hmm. that much. Mm -hmm. I like seeing myself being a mm -hmm. softer mm -hmm. version and mm -hmm. wanting to like cater to somebody mm -hmm. and wanting to like be mm -hmm. you know the the typical like play all the typical mm -hmm. woman roles. Mm -hmm. I like being that mm -hmm. person. So I definitely am mm -hmm. in a place now where I'm trying to learn mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. these two can coexist. Mm -hmm. like, exactly. You can be, you can be yeah. soft mm -hmm. and you can be strong. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. You can be yeah. coexist mm -hmm. because I definitely went through life with Yeah, it's your masculine family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because mm -hmm. we both have mm -hmm. Every human has it. Mm -hmm. Men choose only to focus on one side. Mm -hmm. I mean, some mm -hmm. men, not all men. Some men, not all men. Yeah, it's right. funny because I used to always joke and say I like my men a little gay. And I meant yeah. that in a very specific yeah. way. Like people used to always 
Worst type of nigga. Look at my daughter. I think of my daughter. Like, well, at the end of the day, 
it's you and her. Like yeah. you still not like I'm not I'm not by myself. Like I have a permanent soulmate at this point. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Talk about you, mm-hmm. Sarah. What about you, mm-hmm. Sarah? How do you feel like taking care of yourself has shifted? Um, I'm different. I think I allow myself to explore. Um, I don't think my mom got to explore my mom just did the normal thing like she went from her parents home to college to her nigga's house yeah Yeah. and that's it so my mom doesn't know how it feels to I've lived you know in three different cities and I've lived by myself and I work these jobs and I do different like I get to do I get to explore and my explorement has nothing to do with the nigga I think sometimes our explorement as women, we have to be, that's when we explore as with a dude. Like, no, I'm exploring life without a dude. And I also, another thing that my mom doesn't have that I have is that I can be friends with men and not be with niggas. Like, I have a lot of men friends, platonically. Like, me and these niggas don't be fucking at all. Like, talking, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Texting on on some late-night weirdo shit. Like, nah, we kick it, and then we go home, and then, like, you know? And so I I think that that is powerful, to be able to have men around you that are just your friends and, like, yeah, my mom and my grandmother didn't have that. My grandmother, we had a, we went out for margaritas the other day, and I was telling her about how I have men friends. She was like, no, any man I've been with has been my lover. And I'm like, that's nothing to brag about, my nigga. Like, I'm sorry. Okay, like, okay, I'm, sorry. <laughs> like I'm sorry you never had a conversation with a nigga that you didn't have to have sex with. Like, yeah. it's true. regular to talk to men. And that's true, because growing up, every male, a lot of like male best friends that in the and half the time were like very attractive. Yeah, you know, got all like, the shit on paper, bro. Yeah, all the shit. Every time, except for Michael, he's, <laughs> like, he's the one that no one ever thought was cute. Yeah. But um, everyone thinks I'm so cute. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but growing up, you know, even in like to adulthood, my mother or like my father, even my brother. Well, all, they would always kind of be like, oh, that's what you're going to end up with. Or that's going to end up being your man. They project, like, bro. You know, just couldn't imagine bro. that you're really, I'm just now getting to a point, you know, my best friend, Desmond, he's been on the show, he's a friend, I can't yeah. say, friend to the show. Yeah. But my best friend, Desmond, he's, we've been like best friends for over like 10 mm-hmm. years. And my family, I'm yeah, that's, just yeah. now starting to accept that. That's genuinely a friend. Yeah. That there's nothing else here. Yeah. But for years and years, yeah. it was always like, that's going to be her yeah. man. Or he yeah. like her. Yeah. Or something to that. Yeah. And it, and it took like, I feel like 10 years to yeah. people yeah. like, well, maybe not. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you have to be secure that and not let them like sway that shit because then they'll start fucking your mind up like, well, is should I be looking that way? No, I haven't looked that way in 10 years for a reason. So like, I'm not going to do that now just because y'all said something. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also know that it's not their fault that they didn't have 
the luxury yeah. of being able the to get our things. Yep. And unfortunately, it creates a habit. Yep. And old habits, old habits die hard. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful that that shit stops with me. Yeah. I'm like, that shit dead. Dead. If I, and I'm very, and it's, and it's not to say that I'm not, I'm extremely giving. And yes. But it comes from a place of choice. And that yes. feels so much better. Yes. <laughs> I, that's, yeah. Yes. I was going to say, I, I would assume, because, yeah, I don't know what it feels like on the other side, but it, I say no if I can't. And I yeah. say yes when I can and when I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm thankful for you ladies for having this conversation. I think yeah. it's an important discourse to kind of talk about the past and the present and where we are because it informs where we're going. Mm-hmm. So, I appreciate y'all. Victoria, it's been a pleasure. Let's make Thank her our you. number one. She's coming back, everybody. <laughs> yes. Tell the people where they can find you if you want to be found. <clears throat> um, yeah, my pages are open. Um, Instagram gives me anxiety, so. But you can follow me at Vicky Ridge. Um, that's my handle. Yeah, that's my handle on all social media. So if you want to follow me, but like, my social media doesn't showcase my life for real, so. Yeah. Hit my line. Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like my yeah. So, yeah, thank you so much. For all the listeners out there, we appreciate you. Please continue to do all the things you've always done. Follow us on all the places that you follow. You can follow us at a Rose Voice of Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me there at Brie.Stories and at Brie underscore stories on Twitchwet. And you can follow at Tati on Instagram and at Tati on Twitchwet. And you also need to be following at MJM Kid and at Moments Underscores too because you just should. You know what I mean? We love you so much. Have an amazing week. Everybody say bye. Bye. bye.